Dang, it's been a record number of lousy weeks for our family. Here's what's getting us through. You're listening to Episode 5 of Season 3 of The Hearth of Setbush Hollow, A Million Tiny Miracles. Welcome to the Hearth of Sapwich Hollow, chronicles and lessons from a life tied to family, community, and the land. I'm Shannon Hayes, and I operate Sapwich Hollow Farm with three generations of my family in the northern Catskill Mountains of upstate New York. I'm the chef-owner of Sapwich Cafe, a farm-to-table and neighbor-to-neighbor experience, open Saturdays 9 to 2 in our tiny hamlet of West Fulton. And I'm also the author of a few books, including Radical Homemakers, The Grass-Fed Gourmet, and my newest title, Redefining Rich, from Ben Bella Books. There are things I cannot tell you. That's hard for me. During the growing season, these stories are a running narrative in my head. The narrative helps me make sense of my life during a busy time of year. I used to try to always write these weekly pieces as an expert, a veteran home cook, homeschooler, businesswoman. I quickly ran out of things to say. Granted, sometimes playing the role of expert is appropriate. I've been in this business over 40 years, and now and then I have some tried and true wisdom to share. But playing the expert only takes me so far. I grow bored and deeply insecure if I can only use this space to position myself as infinitely wise. While there is some knowledge I've gained in my life, most of the time I'm bumbling along, struggling to make sense of things. To feel creatively alive, I have to use my writing to explore those things unknown to me, those lessons in life that I'm learning in the moment as I navigate with all my raw vulnerabilities. In this space, I stop worrying about whether I come across to you, dear readers and listeners, as all-knowing. I just take my life from where I'm at, open it like a book, and give you the story. The journey and the completion of a piece are like deep prayer for me. I come away with personal growth as a result of the sharing. And That's how I've managed to keep this up, week after week during each growing season for the past 15 years, with honesty and open imperfection. 
As it happens in the past several weeks, it feels like every issue that is plaguing our nation has finally worked its way into the crevices of my secluded, nearly utopian existence in deeply personal ways. There are simple facts that can be known by glancing at the news. Our business, the swimming pool of the neighbor next door, and our town firehouse were all fired upon by a neighbor. A few weeks later, my unofficially adopted son, Corey, and I found one of our favorite neighbors after he died in his sleep. Those are simple facts, traumatic events that warrant attention and narrative in their own right. Ideally, they would be over and done, and we would all move on. After all, the ewes start lambing soon, then the chickens come, and then the sows farrow. But the aftershocks from those two events I mentioned above continue to shake up our lives on a daily basis as they call more problems to the surface. Displaced anger, mental illness, racism, poverty, fear. And the threads of those stories are threads that I cannot spin here in Stories for You. They are too intertwined with the privacy and safety of myself and others. Nevertheless, they have created a lot of cognitive dissonance within me as I work to reconcile my deep love for this place with my personal anger, sadness, and confusion. For the time being, these are the struggles I cannot work out through these weekly stories. That would make them even harder to bear for me were it not for the daily presence of a million tiny miracles. At the urging of our customers, we started a GoFundMe after the shooting. I felt immoral doing it. I had insurance on the building. When I realized it might be some time before we saw anything from our claim and we still had to navigate supply chain shortages and be up and running before we had our first chicken pickup, we went ahead and launched it. But not without a lot of guilt. Then one customer wrote and stated that she was contributing for one simple reason. It wasn't to fix the honor store or to buy a new freezer. It was to show us love and support. And then another and another gave. Farmers from across the country sent contributions in solidarity. Some folks didn't give money. Some wrote letters. Other folks came into the cafe. They sat at tables and counters when we were afraid to reopen, showing us they would continue their support. When they heard we lost our beloved neighbor Tom Edmonds, neighbors came one by one and sat at his place at the espresso bar, quietly eating their meals in his honor, sharing our sorrow. Every time we come out in public, we are greeted with hugs. One customer invited the girls and I out to have a facial, Others cooked. Many have been sitting and listening. None of them can remove the struggles we are facing. What Satbush Hollow confronts right now is just a microcosm of national problems. There are many things I am angry and sad about with my community and country right now. I am angry and sad about gun violence. I am angry and sad about racism. I am angry and sad about our anger and sadness issues. But 
each of these million tiny miracles is letting my feelings be only that. Feelings of anger and sadness. They are feelings that pass through a few times each day, but then they melt away and make room for other thoughts. The million tiny miracles are keeping me far away from despair. My heart is hurt, but it remains deeply in love with this work in this place. I see there is a lot that must change here in rural America. I know I have a part to play in making that change happen. I know that I may not always be able to take that journey of change back to my writing to process and make sense of it all. But when that happens, there's still community. A community of neighbors, a community of customers, a community of friends, a community of farmers, a community of readers who understand my work so deeply They're comfortable with what I don't share publicly. I am part of these things, and they are part of me, and they will keep me whole, even as we grapple with our troubles. And since I've admitted today that these stories are often prayers for me, I make this a prayer for you. May you also find those layers of community May you be able to find your million tiny miracles to fortify you so that you can continue to play a part in fixing all that is broken around us. Happy spring, everyone. Sapbush Cafe is now open for the season every Saturday through December 24th from 9 a.m. until 2 p.m. Our online website, sapbushfarmstore.com, is stocked with our grass-fed and pastured meats as well as wool bedding and yarn. Since the shooting, the Honor Store has been taped back together for the time being. Your GoFundMe dollars have enabled us to order equipment and get started on repairs. Still, we do not have any retail freezer space yet, so you'll need to order your cuts before you come and we'll have them pulled and left in the pickup freezers for you. Because of your efforts, we expect to have the rest of the store repaired in the next week or so. So thank you, thank you, and thank you. Our farm-to-table retreat on Panther Creek and the Tenter site are already getting summer bookings. If you want to grab a slot to come hang out with us, you can link over to their Airbnb and Tenter listings from the Vacation Rental tab at sapbush.com. We also expect to have a new vacation rental available this summer, Tibbetts House, right across from the cafe, a three-bedroom house with a beautiful yard, views of our mountains, cozy fireplaces, and access to all our wonderful local food, hiking trails, and swimming holes. We're finishing up work now, so stay tuned. If you want to follow us this year, please note we are no longer on social media. That's a longer story for another time, and I promise to get to it as soon as things settle down they are going to settle down, right? Meanwhile, find us over on the blog at sapbush.com and keep track of farm happenings, my musings, and the weekly prefix cafe special. Even though we are not on social media, word is getting out about Redefining Rich, which has just been awarded an Axiom Medal for Small Business and Entrepreneurship. If you want to practice some of the concepts, be sure to head over to the blog at sapbush.com where you can download the free Redefining Rich Workbook, which helps you work on your quality of life statement, identify true wealth and income streams, practice setting boundaries, and 
gives you exercises for helping your family and workday flow better. If you enjoyed this, please take a few minutes to leave a review. This helps other folks find my work. And please share this podcast with friends and family. This really helps to get the ideas to spread. The Hearth of Satbush Hollow podcast happens with the support of my patrons on Patreon. And this week, I'd like to send a shout out to my patrons, Susan Miller-Stigler and Sophia Shaw. Thank you, folks. I couldn't do it without you. If you'd like to help support my work, you can do so for as little as $1 a month by hopping over to Patreon and looking up Shannon Hayes. In case you are wondering, this podcast was produced and edited by the sexiest man alive, my husband Bob Hooper, and the great music we're listening to comes to us from Emery, and you spell her name E-M-O-R-I-E. Check her out. Thanks for listening, and have a great week. Sowing seeds and reaping dreams And I think that I am learning all